And thirdly, I want to be very clear. This is the one thing I do know enough to say on in terms of what's happened there. While we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here, I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes in our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. The Senate should immediately pass, let me say it again, the United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House pass bills that close loopholes in the background check system. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not and should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process. I'll have much more to say as we learn more, but I wanted to be clear. Well, welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. And as you're, if you're a regular listener, you realize that wasn't my normal opening for my show, but I thought it was important to just get the word straight from the um, president's mouth about what he intends to do. And as we move forward, and this has been a crazy, crazy week, I've been waiting to get more information on the Colorado shooting before I did my podcast. But as of the recording right now, very little has still come out since a few days following the shooting. It was odd that it took a day or two to release the shooter's name, even though he was taken alive. But in the meantime, it didn't take long for the left to jump to the conclusion that this was based on racism. President Obama, who Tucker Carlson has called a racist, a racism arsonist jumped to a racism when he released uh, this statement. It is long past time for those with the power to fight this epidemic of gun violence to do so. It will take time to root out the disaffection, racism, and misogyny that fuels so many of these senseless acts of violence, President Obama said. And then the niece of the vice president even tweeted, the Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest threat to our country. But once it came out that the a shooter was Syrian-born immigrant, and the, all the victims were white. It's been crickets, and I find it unusual since we he is in custody, he was taken alive, that we haven't heard anything about motive or what weapons he used and where he got them. There was a report that he had purchased a Ruger AR-556 a week or so prior to the shooting. There hasn't been anything on whether he went through a background check or not, and I'm guessing he did. And that is why there is no word, because Colorado already has universal background checks, bans on magazines over 10 rounds, and red flag logs. And none of these stop this crime. And so, surprisingly, the media has now been very silent on it. But Joe Biden is calling for more gun control and banning assault weapons, quote-unquote. And he said he, did it, he said he did it once, and it worked, and he can do it again. But did it really work? There was a study in 1994 based on that the result, the findings said we cannot clearly 
credit the ban with any of the nation's recent drop in gun violence. The Department of Justice funded study concluded in 2004 that should it be renewed, the ban's effects on gun violence are likely to be small at best and perhaps too small for reliable measurement. Another criminologist from Northeastern University concluded that the 1994 ban had, quote, virtually no effect and the research wasn't even an outlier. A comprehensive review of available research by the RAND Corporation found no qualifying studies showing that banning assault weapons reduced mass shootings or violent crime. Even an analysis by the liberal outlet Vox admitted that there's, quote, not much empirical weight behind assault weapon bans and that studies on assault weapon bans have generally ranged from inconclusive to unfavorable toward ban. Writer uh, Brad Palumbo notes that only 2.6% of all homicides are even carried out with rifles in general, which means an assault weapon ban wouldn't have any real impact on the first place. And he's right, of course. The truth of the matter is that the effort to ban AR-15 and similar weapons has little to do with actual safety and everything to do with the perception of safety. After all, as noted, most homicides are carried out with handguns, not rifles, even the, then the so-called assault weapon ban, like we said, had totally hardly any effect on the total totality of rifles in the United States. And the public even seems to agree. A uh, Rasmussen reported that by a margin of, and this study just came out, by a margin of 51% to 39% that, quote, stricter gun laws, quote, unquote, will not prevent shootings like the one in Boulder. In two other questions, the survey indicated that the public is eager for another answer than more anti-gun laws. For example, likely voters surveyed 49% to 46% said the nation does not need more gun laws. And in a second, about whether it is, uh, quote, completely possible to prevent mass shootings, unquote, a significant 64% said no, including 53% that were Democrats. But despite all this, the left is still pushing forward for more gun control, even though with the Boulder shooting, all the laws that are currently being proposed in Congress, none of them would have stopped this shooting by all the information that we have right now. Then all this happened, and then we had, and this has been just an absolute crazy week, that the Ninth Circuit created the just the craziest decision. Young versus Hawaii, which is a uh, a case where a gentleman had been trying to get a uh, license to carry in Hawaii, and based on Hawaiian law, you have to have an urgent need where either your life is being threatened or you feel at risk to qualify for um, a, uh, a license to carry. And so the Ninth Circuit finally ruled after a careful review of history of early English and American regulation of carrying firearms openly in the public square, the court concluded that Hawaii's restrictions on the open carry of firearms reflected long-standing prohibitions and therefore the conduct they regulate is outside the historical uh, scope of the Second Amendment. This is absolutely bizarre decision, my, my opinion, by the Ninth Circuit. In order to reach their conclusions, the judges in the majority decided that laws in place in Hawaii, before it ever even became a state, much even a territory, took precedence over the clear and unambiguous language of the Second Amendment, which declares that the right of the people to both keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. But according to the Ninth Circuit, 
Those long-standing traditions in Hawaii law matter more than the Constitution itself. So the judges looked at laws prior to the formation of this country even, and prior to Hawaii even becoming a ter- territory. So to me, they're saying that the Constitution has no bearing, and that the fact that some of these laws were the reason we created the Second Amendment makes no sense to me. And then Senator Menendez from New Jersey just introduced Senate Bill 974, the Gun Records Restoration and Preservation Act, and this is going to create a firearm registry. The bill allows the FBI and the ATF to collect and preserve and disclose gun records to state officials and members of the public. And 64 members of Congress have sent a letter asking Joe Biden to ban the importation of assault weapons and high-capacity magazines using executive orders. So things are amping up, and it's time to contact our congressmen, share this podcast, spread the word. We have got to preserve our Second Amendment because they are coming at it full force from all angles. We've got the president. We've got the, the, the executive branch. We've got Congress the legislative branch, and we also have the judicial branch. All three of them, in using their different abilities of power, are attempting to infringe upon our Second Amendment uh, rights. So, you know, we've, we've got to do so. I have one favor from, from each of you. Share this podcast with, with one person so we can start spreading the word about what is happening, what we have to do, and how we have to stand up to this tyranny this is just absolutely insane. Well, they're trying to put laws on the books that can blatantly violate our Second Amendment will have no bearing on reducing violent crime and completely invalidate the Second Amendment and the U.S. Constitution. And they're, they're, they're not shy about it. They're going to keep trying. And so they know they have a short window to work in, and they're just getting extremely aggressive. Like I said, this has been a crazy week, and things have just been coming out, and so I'm finally getting this out. So again, you know, just a favor from you, share this podcast with somebody, give, you know, subscribe to it, follow it if you you haven't, follow me on social media, the links are in the show notes, contact me if you uh, have any questions or if you have something that you'd like me to cover or something that I'm missing or you disagree with me. I'd love to hear from all of you. And again, we are at a critical time in history, and preservation of our Second Amendment is, is vital. These people don't understand that all the other amendments are able to exist because of the Second Amendment. And if we let it go, what we know as freedom will soon no longer exist. Thank you for listening. Start being active, get involved, and continue to follow my podcast. And I uh, will talk to you next week.